Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Christy, these are strange times that we're living in here with COVID-19. So we just had our first uh, drive-by birthday celebration. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. It was a nice surprise driving by my friend Sherry and hanging our banners and signs and playing happy birthday with our windows rolled down. Yeah, we were all in cars. There were like uh, uh, 30 people, 15 cars, and we were all driving by honking. We had all sorts of party favors and banners and saying I love you and conversation through the window and we turned on the happy birthday song from our car and And last night we got to have a zoom birthday party for our associate our friend Jim Long in Georgia everybody got to come in and just share the impact he's had in their life boy was that a rejoicing in Christ that was awesome there were like 30 people in there hearing everybody's uh, testimonies and affirmations and birthday wishes and got to jump in there really neat really fun yeah, so, uh, so we're so glad that you are tuning in to Soul Talks with us, friends, and wherever you are in this world, we are glad to have you here in our home with us. And we will be talking about reflections on Jesus' cross as we're in Holy Week now as we broadcast, and Christy and I have both uh, gone through the unforsakenguide.com free gift that Soul Shepherding has offered to you and to your church and your friends. It's a digital guide through the Stations of the Cross uh, with gospel meditations and artwork that take us up close and personal to Jesus. I hope that you have seen that and looked at that and that that will be a blessing to you, especially in these uh, difficult times that we're having uh, right now in our world. We've, As you know, we've been on, on Soul Talks and in our Soul Shepherding blog, we've been helping you and uh, your ministry to others in this time of COVID-19, and so we've done uh, talks on uh, empathy and courage and fears and faith, social distancing and solitude with Jesus, and that tiredness you feel is grief. Those are the last uh, four episodes of Soul Talks, numbers 213 to 216. Can you believe this is our 217th podcast, Christy? I know. It was fun. I was looking back at earlier Holy Week podcasts we've done, and this is our fourth year of doing Holy Week podcasts. Yep. You could go back and, and uh, do a Google search on uh, Soul Shepherding Unforsaken, and you would get some other uh, podcasts that we've done uh, similar to this on the Stations of the Cross with Jesus, which is really a favorite for us, uh, not only in Holy Week, but also in times of retreat. It's a really, it's sort of like a, a fifth gospel in a way, and that it reassembles the key scripture readings from the Passion of Christ and puts them into stories and pictures and prayers that, that really help us to um, experience the, the, the good news of Jesus, that he died for our sins and that he rose again, and uh, he shows us how to deal with trials and sufferings and do that from within the Father's world, where we are unforsaken. I'm so thankful that out of the fruit of you doing this for over a decade, your own devotions, you put together this resource and then are sharing it with people. You've been sharing it through your book, Unforsaken, and then now through the digital resource of the guide. Yeah, the digital guide is is free, uh, for, at least for this current season we're in. You just I did it 
uh, on my phone, walked around the lake, took about an hour and just station by station, you just flip through on your phone and you've got, uh, we, we commissioned an artist to do uh, renderings of each of the 15 gospel stations and we've got a op- op- short opening prayer for each one, uh, a short uh, gospel or psalm reading related to that station, a short meditation and then a, a closing prayer. And so you've got time to meditate and reflect and you just easily go from one station to the next. And you can do that uh, at your home computer like, like you did, Christy, or you can do that out and about walking like I did. And uh, it draws us close to Jesus and to the reality that he shows us, the, the smile of God and the open arms of God in Jesus. You are unforsaken. And we love to hear from you, always, those of you in our Soul Shepherding community. And we always appreciate when you share our podcast, our resources, so others can be blessed. I heard Bill from our friend Margaret Snyder, who did this Unforsaken Cross Journey, and said, What a gift to experience the stunning, breathtaking love Jesus has for me through walking out the stations of the cross in Unforsaken. I've savored each of the meditations. Somehow every meditation spoke directly to something going on in my life. Thank you, Margaret. She's a church leader and Al-Anon sponsor. And another friend of ours, Clark Broger, a pastor at Voyager's Bible Church nearby, a great church in Irvine. And he said, uh, reading Unforsaken made me long to sit with Jesus in complete and utter gratitude for him. I saw Jesus in a beautiful new light. And that really expresses what it's about. We're drawn close to Jesus. That's what we want in Holy Week. And uh, as we lead into into Easter, it's going to be different this year in Easter because we're not going to be gathering in our churches because of COVID-19, at least in most places of the world. So I think that applies to most of you listening. Uh, Certainly us here in uh, Orange County, California, and pretty much throughout America, we are gathering virtually. And that's different, uh, and it's, there's also been a lot of innovation and people hearing the gospel that wouldn't otherwise hear it. So there's some great opportunities that we have this time of year, and that's uh, just that's why we did the unforsakenguide.com free digital resource for you, is to just open up the floodgates. And I've been praying for people that don't know Jesus or haven't been walking with Jesus, that they uh, will, will draw close to Christ and trust in God's mercy through Jesus, through our unforsakenguide.com gift, or by buying the book. If you want to hold it in your hands and and have some color pictures to reflect on, uh, the Unforsaken booklet is for sale in the Soul Shepherding store. So Paul, the apostle, is really the uh, ultimate example for us of a human being following in the steps of Jesus and he lived the cross of Christ uh, every day of his life uh, as a redeemed uh, follower of Jesus. Second Corinthians 4, we read, his words are so contemporary for today. Just, just hear these words uh, today in the midst of coronavirus and all the upheaval in our society, all the losses and stresses and, ch- and challenges that we've been talking about on Soul Talks. Paul says, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed and broken. We are perplexed, but we don't give up and quit. We are hunted down, but God never abandons us. Or in the NIV, it says, we are unforsaken. We get knocked down, but we get up again and keep going. Through suffering, these bodies of ours constantly share in the death of Jesus. 
so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Yes, we live in our constant danger of death because we serve Jesus, so that the life of Jesus will be obvious in us. That's what we want, the life of Jesus to be obvious in us, uh, particularly in these challenging times that we are in now. Uh, As we are doing life with other people, we can share the mercy of the Lord in our words of encouragement, our listening, our uh, service that we can give to those in need around us, our prayers. So we're reflecting on Jesus' cross uh, for Holy Week. And if we uh, begin on, on the stations of the cross, the very first one, Jesus comes to be tried by, by Pilate, and he is judged, and then also by Herod, and then back, back to Pilate again. And as you look at uh, Jesus and you see him standing before Pilate, tried as though he's a criminal, and he's condemned, he's ridiculed publicly, uh, very embarrassing mock trial. And yet, in the midst of all this, Jesus is uh, secure, he is at peace, he is non-defensive, he certainly is not uh, fighting back uh, in any way, even though it's all the accusations are, they're lies, they're unjust. Uh, he, how does he get this security, this peace, well, he's, he's standing with Abba, his, his Papa. Uh, he's in the kingdom of God, the unshakable kingdom of God. And so I, as I go through that station, I think about how, you know, I got a pilot in my head <laughs> or in my emotions, uh, a judge in there, and uh, feel criticized and can get uh, discouraged by that, depressed by that. And, of course, God cares about our feelings, and so we talk about our feelings, we pray through our feelings, but as part of that process, we can come to get re-synchronized with the Spirit of Jesus in the Father's world, where we are unforsaken. And then on Station 2, Jesus takes up his cross. And, you know, I'm really grateful for that as I was meditating on this I was just thinking about taking up my cross. It's hard. (laughs) You know, I resist it. And yet my crosses are so small compared to Jesus's cross. And yet um, I take heart from Jesus taking up his cross and appreciation for that and for his people. And that's where I find the strength to be able to lay down and give up my freedoms and what I want and let go and, and surrender to follow Christ. For the joy set before him, Jesus took up the cross, we read in Hebrews. Amazing. Yeah. The joy of God's kingdom. And then in station three, we see Jesus falls. And I fall down too. I dropped my cross. I did mm-hmm. yesterday. I was complaining. I was feeling doubt. I was feeling burdened about concerns for loved ones. And I was feeling sad over all the changes that COVID-19 has brought into mm-hmm. our life. And um, I was really thankful that Jesus' arms were open for me to fall into and that he met me in that, in this station three. I was blessed, Christy, that I got to be Jesus' arms to you. It was part of that scenario for you yesterday, and you shared with me what you were feeling. But it was hard for you to ask that. Oh, yeah, it was very hard. I just, I just was condemning myself, that pilot in my head, that mm-hmm. judge in my head was condemning myself for having fallen to it all. Yeah. So often, uh, 
we struggle with that when we're when we're hurting inside or we're stressed. Uh, we just think nobody's going to want to hear it, and we just feel embarrassed by it. But boy, finding someone that will be Christ's ambassador to us, that will be safe, that will listen with empathy, that will be curious and ask questions, that will pray for us, so helpful to, to reconnect with the yeah. presence of Christ and to to know it's it's really true. I am unforsaken. So in the fourth station, it's a very touching station, um, Mary comes to Jesus, Mary, the mother of Jesus. And uh, as Jesus is carrying his cross there, uh, she comes to him to comfort him. And we don't know for sure if, if that part is historical, uh, but we do know that Mary came to Jesus uh, many times throughout Jesus' life. And we know that Simeon said to, said to Mary, that a sword would pierce her own soul too, and she suffered with her dear son and Savior, the Lord Jesus. And we do know, the Bible tells us, that uh, Mary was at the, the foot of the cross as Jesus was being crucified and as he was suffering. So she was up close with, with Jesus and uh, loving him, and y- you know that was a great blessing to Jesus to have his mother there. And in the Unforsaken Guide, we... Uh, encourage you not only in reflecting on those gospel readings and and the relationship between uh, Jesus and his uh, his dear mother, but also to give thanks to God for our own mothers. And we all have a mother who gave us life, and many of us have a mother that nurtured faith in us and was uh, remarkable in ways that she gave us uh, nurture or kindness or was present or encouragement or. Uh, cooking and cleaning and keeping us safe and so many things that our mothers do for us. And so to uh, thank God for our mothers is a big deal. And so I I found myself thanking God for my mother and how she's cared for me, how she's come to me in times when I've been suffering, even as Mary came to Jesus and how right now as we speak, and my my dad is very advanced Alzheimer's and my mom is caring for him so beautifully. And uh, as she does that, I feel cared for. And I uh, sit with them in church, and she uh, ministers to him, of course, not in the recent weeks, but before COVID-19, and she ministers to him the, the, the body and blood of Jesus and helps him understand what he's doing in uh, so many ways, sitting with him and holding his hand and just patient and tender towards him, thankful for my mother, and reminds me of Jesus' mother, Mary. And then in Station 5, we see it. Simeon being asked to help Jesus by carrying the cross. And, you know, the artwork in the Unforsaken Guide of this one, I was surprised because it seemed almost as if in Simon I could see empathy for Jesus. And that surprised me because I've always imagined feeling angry at being forced to carry (laughs) the cross. I don't Mm -hmm. want to do that. Why are you making me do that? And um, realizing that in my suffering for Christ, I can choose anger. Or empathy, and that was a really that really spoke to me. Empathy is a harder choice, but it it occurred to me that it's like what we talk about in Jesus's easy yoke, that it's actually getting in the yoke with Jesus and joining Him. And once I'm in there with Him, yoked to Him, then it's it's easier, and I'm experiencing His way of grace, and and I and I can find that I'm in His story, and there's great meaning and hope in that. And so that was helpful. And then I loved the prayer that you had for us to pray to draw sweet nurture and divine strength from the companionship of Christ in your suffering. That's really been helpful to me to pray that. 
for that. It's, it just really seems that Simeon did that, that he prayed that way, and that, as you said, Christy, that uh, helping Jesus carry the cross became for Simeon an easy yoke, uh, whereas initially he felt uh, forced and manipulated and abused and persecuted and probably was a- angry and so forth. But uh, he apparently came to accept that, that actual privilege of being close to Jesus and helping him carry his cross because we know from Paul's letter to the Romans that his sons, Alexander and Rufus, were, were followers of Jesus and his sons were with him there at the cross. And so thank God for Simeon and his example. In the sixth station, we have the legend of Veronica handing a cloth to Jesus to, to wipe his face. And that's another of the, the touching scenes that helps to bring some, some comfort in this journey of following Jesus. That, As you said, Christy, it is, there is, there's brutality here. There is suffering and pain and, and, and it, it places we wince and we feel horror at how Jesus is treated and how he, and how he is suffering, let alone that he's carrying the, the weight of the, the sins of the world. And so the, the uh, station with, with Veronica, uh, though not in the Bible, it teaches a great truth about, about kindness and uh, the, the little acts of, of service and ministry that we do for somebody are so helpful. In the seventh station, Jesus falls uh, a second time. So in, in the meditation on this, we reflect on the words of the prophet Isaiah that uh, Jesus bore our sins on the cross, but also our sickness, and Peter picks up on this in his epistle. And so this is a especially powerful, uh, appropriate meditation for us now in the midst of the coronavirus and over a million people around the world so far that, that have, have caught coronavirus and um, over 100,000 have died and uh, very uh, very traumatic, very upsetting uh, people on ventilators to survive. And, uh, and yet here we have Jesus on the cross carrying our sickness, carrying COVID-19, carrying this pandemic, and God loving all of us in whatever situation we find ourselves, uh, financial losses, fears, uh, being sick, uh, grieving the death of a loved one. Wherever we are, God is there redeeming it and for all eternity, we will be in God's presence, and we will be know that we all along we were unforsaken, and uh, so thank God that Jesus carries our sickness. Station eight, we have Jesus comforting the women who are grieving, and they're they're mourning to see Jesus suffering so much. And this is an interesting station. Uh, it's in the scriptures, and uh, it's. Very powerful. Jesus says to the women who are who are weeping, he says, "You know, don't don't weep for me. Weep for yourselves." And it might it might be hard to understand that, and unless you reflect a little more on that, and think, "Oh, you know, they they're focused on the brutality that he's experiencing, and they're not seeing the spiritual reality. Their their, their grief is not where it needs to be." And so Jesus effectively he says to them, "You know, hey, I'm." I'm with my father. I'm in the kingdom of God. This is the purpose of my life, and I'm going to be okay. I am flourishing, in fact, uh, in the heavenly realm for all eternity, and I want to invite you there with me. So uh, lament your sins and your separation from God and join with me in pressing in closer into, into the kingdom of the heavens with my Abba Father. And then station nine, Jesus falls a third time. It's brutal. And the artwork here on the 
Station 9 and Forsaken Guide shows Jesus just in a depth of mess and pain. And it just really hit me about Jesus's empathy just to come into this world mm-hmm. where Satan has just wrecked havoc. And many of us have cooperated with him in that. And in all our mess and pain, there Jesus is. He falls. He chooses to fall into it. And then Station 10, just the abuse that Jesus suffers. You know, I used to just writhe with guilt and shame and horror when I thought about and I realized the extent of the abuse Jesus suffered for me. But thankfully now I feel gratitude and I've really been able to experience healing of that hurt and shame and fear and to be renewed, to have an increased capacity to forgive others who hurt me. And a large part of that has come through doing these stations of the cross and these meditations. Yeah. Each year I just go back through them again and we, we do them other times on, on retreat and so helpful to be drawn closer to Jesus through these gospel readings. Uh, Station 11, we have uh, Jesus being crucified between the two thieves and the um, amazing transformation in one of the thieves that um, both of the thieves are hurling insults at Jesus in their their pain, which is a very natural way to react to the the, uh, suffering so terribly is when you're being crucified, uh, to be angry and um, depressed and but one of the thieves keeps watching Jesus and the peace and the love, the way Jesus keeps loving all the people around him, even as he's suffering. And that thief uh, changes and says, uh, trust Jesus as the Savior of the world and as his Savior, and says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus says, hey, today you'll be with me in paradise. And uh, right in that moment, in some sense, the thief stepped with Jesus into the, the beginnings of paradise, into the beginnings of, of hope and a sense that, that heaven was touching down to earth right there on the cross through Jesus. And very soon, he would physically die and, and step right into the eternal bliss and joy uh, and community of heaven. And so at the very last minute, we can trust in Jesus. And we pray that for people right now, Lord, who are... Uh, suffering, who are, are dying, anyone on a, a ventilator uh, and struggling with that. We pray for their healing when we pray that they would trust in you for mercy. And other people who are, are suffering, dying, not from the global pandemic or in any situation. You know, there's no atheists in foxholes. This is a time when people are really open to the gospel. And uh, so uh, we call out to Jesus and paradise is open. Station 12 is... John and Mary uh, huddled together uh, at the cross of Jesus, and uh, there they are, and Jesus puts them together as uh, mother and son. And so uh, another really touching scene from the Gospels here, and, and just the, the wisdom of the ancient stations of the cross that go at we, the beginning of the Unforsaken Guide uh, digital resource and the, the booklet we, we tell the story of the Stations of the Cross very, very briefly, but it goes way back to Jerome in the third century, and probably even before that, but people were remembering these scenes, and this is one of the scenes that, that as they came to be assembled, there's, there's a, a real value in, in the interplay between the, the sufferings of the cross, but then also the comfort that God is bringing from one station to the next, and so this is one of the ones that's especially comforting, and it was helpful for me as I meditated on this, walking around the lake and uh, going through Unforsaken 
and talking to the Lord about my friend Lawrence who died and his his wife Nancy who uh, and he died of COVID nineteen and uh, you know she misses her her beloved husband and I I miss my friend who who I pastored with and uh, his laugh and uh, I, I taught for him in his his uh, in the doctor of ministry program that he had in his seminary and just you know great great man of God and and now now he's in heaven. But um, there at the foot of the cross with John and Mary, I experienced that reality that, well, we're joined with Christ and we're unforsaken and Lawrence is in the uh, paradise of heaven. And then in Station 13 where Jesus dies, and what really stood out to me here was, again, just Jesus' submission to his Father. It just amazes me. And, you know, he said, he prays, it is finished, Father, into your hands, I commit my spirit, and just the way he, he lets go into the Father's arms. And it's it reminds me that it's good for me to be praying about situations that I want to control and to commit those to the Lord. And then in Station 14 is the tomb. He's placed in the tomb. And, you know, it's hard to meditate on your own death as you invite us to in the unforsaken guide, but I was really glad that you did, and it was a grace to me, your instructions to see the white sheet laid over your own body and receive it as a symbol of the Spirit of Christ covering you and holding you. That really helped me to be able to see the grace in that and take courage to actually do this watch and pray discipline. That's what it is. It's a watch and pray discipline, and it seems especially important right now during uh, this coronavirus. You know, we've had six people that we know die this week, not all from the virus, but it makes it more real, my own mortality and the importance of my being ready for that. And so to meditate on my own death, that at some point I will die and being able to see the white sheet laid over me as a symbol of Christ covering me and holding me. It's helpful. And then the last station, Station 15, the resurrection. I'm really glad you included this in the Unforsaken. A lot of the stations of the cross don't have the the resurrection in there. Yeah, but I need it because it speaks hope to me. And um, that, you know, because I'm alive right now, and it speaks hope of my resurrection after death. And I, I love how you invite us to really join in praying the angel's words that the Spirit of Christ goes ahead of me. And to really think about and name the situation that I'm in, that he goes ahead of me into. So it was helpful to pray that the Spirit of Christ goes ahead of you and I into this podcast today, Bill. Um, And it's helpful for me to be praying that the Spirit of Christ goes ahead of me in our soul shepherding ministry in these new days of doing ministry without being in person and um, with people. And then it was also helpful for me to pray that the Spirit of Christ goes ahead of me into Easter celebration this year where we can't be together with our family and our friends and our church. So I just want to invite you, our listeners, to think about what is a specific situation for you that maybe there's some grief, something that's unknown, you you haven't experienced it this way before, maybe even dread. And can you hear that Christ goes ahead of you into that? And take some time here as we end the podcast to pray that the spirit of the risen Christ goes ahead of you into. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you that you are with each one of us. We find ourselves unforsaken this holy week in our unique experiences. Help us, Lord, to always be looking and reaching out to you, the risen Christ with us, finding our hope in you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, friends, join us next week on Soul Talks. We'll be starting a new mini-series on prayer, and the first one will be on hope in a pandemic, and we look forward to talking with you and your friends then. And we'd so appreciate you sharing Soul Talks with your friends. You can go on your podcast app and leave a rating and review of Soul Talks. That helps people to find us. And uh, we're just blessed to follow Jesus with you uh, during Holy Week and every week. God bless. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 